0: God created you with a purpose, and that purpose is for paradise. Hello, welcome back to the Purpose for Paradise podcast. This is episode nine. What does holiness look like to you? Maintaining feminine attractiveness, essence. All right, let's get into it. So the vast majority of canonized saints in the Catholic church are in the religious life. There are very few canonized married saints which means the preconceived notion of holiness looks like being a nun or a monk. Now, if you are not called to live in a cloister, but called to live in the world and or called to live the married life, holiness is going to look different for you. The call of marriage is to be fruitful and multiply. Hence, God would like to create other faces from your face, which A, tells us that marriage is a vocation which includes changing the world and the culture. And in order to change the culture, you need to be able to appeal to it. That's effective evangelization. And in order to be fruitful and multiply, well, you need to be attracted to someone. (laughs) Now, as a woman, you naturally want to feel beautiful. You want to feel sexy and confident. And there's nothing wrong with that. As a woman, you naturally have your feminine essence, this je ne sais quoi, as the French say, this sort of appeal to you. If that wasn't the case, there wouldn't be anything to renounce and conceal when taking a vow. Of lifelong chastity and entering into religious life men and women in religious life they often cut or shave their hair and they wear large habits to conceal the body there's an effort there to not appear physically attractive woman called to the married life a desire to be attractive to attract a man that's part of the courting process and discernment process for marriage needing to be attracted to someone am I attracted to this person so therefore holiness is going to look different for the two as the call to live in the world is different than the call to live in a cloister. While there may be shared sentiments and interior spirituality, there's going to be a vastly different outward spirituality and environment. You know, some of the saints, they were sleeping on the floor with a rock as a pillow, and they were doing extreme fasts and mortifications, doing stuff to not appear attractive, these extreme things. Now, obviously, if you're a woman called to bear children, doing that would affect your health and fertility. So the path to sainthood is going to look different for you, if you're called to live in the world and called to marriage versus a woman called to enter into religious life and live in the cloister god is doing a new thing he's making saints out of those called to live in the world an example of this is blessed carlo cutis a teenage boy who had a special devotion to eucharistic miracles he died of leukemia and is declared blessed by the catholic church and he's on his way to sainthood you can view his body in a church in assisi italy he's wearing a pair of jeans and nike's there is nothing holding you back from sainthood you do not need to be wearing a habit if you are not called to be a nun. Sainthood is achieved, holiness is achieved by properly living out your state in life. You need to embrace your state in life and find holiness where you are now and chase after sainthood now. There is nothing holding you back from becoming a saint now. Obviously, if you're not called to be a nun, you're not going to be living in a very simplified room with a whitewalled cloister. If you're called to bear children, obviously children need beauty and they need visual stimulation for their growth and development so you're going to be living in a home and your call is to make your home beautiful and to be a revelation of christ and his bride the church and the beauty of the church and bringing that into your home and making it beautiful and welcoming men and women are different biologically physically spiritually intellectually emotionally spirituality for a man is going to be different than the spirituality for a woman just like exercise for a man is different than exercise for a woman so on and so forth diet emotions psychological makeup, etc. Homilies on Sunday are the foundations of the faith generalized for both men and women. It's not a specifically curated spirituality for the feminine heart because the priest is speaking to both men and women here. In order to flourish as a woman, you need a spirituality curated specifically for your feminine heart. Stay tuned for my book. It's going to be about this. I see a lot of Catholic women dealing with scrupulosity, and I get a lot of messages from people asking me, How can you have fun and still be holy? You guys need to chill out. If you're called to live in the world, we are called to enjoy the world. You're just not supposed to sin. You are allowed to enjoy life. You are allowed to have fun. You just have to keep from sin. If you are called to procreate, your attractiveness, health, and fertility is important to you, right? You're not going to be shaving your hair off. Now, the interior spirituality of the saints is great, and they give you great rubrics on how to Ascend the prayer life and to be holy. And there's a lot of great stuff. I've read book after book of the saints and I encourage spiritual reading. You have to do that. So a lot of women are struggling and I get messages from people telling me they're struggling with a lot of scrupulosity and being unable to enjoy life because they have a preconceived notion because most of the canonized saints are in the religious life. So you see saints that are canonized wearing habits and having shaved heads and doing extreme things and obviously that's not going to apply to us we have to ask what does holiness look like for us what does holiness look like for you if you are a woman called to live in the world modesty is going to look different for you than modesty for a nun for a woman called to marriage part of marriage is needing to be physically attracted to someone in order to be fruitful and multiply and that's such a big problem in the church now women are like I want a man who's catholic and holy and virtuous but I also want him to be hot and I also want to be attracted to him and that's such a thing right and I know you know what I'm talking about so maintaining your feminine attractiveness and your essence and being holy go hand in hand you don't have to have one or the other and a lot of women what's happening is Either you're going to say, well, this doesn't feel right and I'm feeling like a shell of myself so then you're going to go indulge in sin or you're going to become super uptight and rigid, unable to enjoy life, feel like a shell of yourself and be harmed by your warped view of what purity and modesty should be. You can be attractive and dress fashionably and dress beautifully while still maintaining modesty and having an elegance about you. You don't need to lose your natural essence right your natural desire as a woman to feel confident and feel sexy and feel beautiful and this is where a lot of catholic women i see they're struggling i really encourage diving into theology of the body by john paul ii theology of the body is great because in order to know like why are we modest you have to know your body and know what your body reveals christopher west does some really great things theology of the body institute dive into his videos on youtube and his work It's really great of explaining the human body, the reverence of the human body, why we're modest. You know, what it is is the gaze originally, Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden had the pure gaze of God and then they lost it. So modesty is meant to uphold your dignity from people who would gaze at you impurely and that's why you reveal your body only to the person who's supposed to love you in your fullness which is your husband or your wife but modesty does not mean that the body is bad the body is inherently good there is a desire for beauty as a woman you naturally desire that which is beautiful that's why women like makeup that's why women like shoes and purses because we're naturally attracted to things that make us feel beautiful because as a woman we are called to be beautiful reflect beauty and create beauty around us you make your home beautiful you make you know women is heart of the home you make your home beautiful you want to make yourself beautiful you want to make others feel beautiful why we're attracted to beautiful things So maintaining your natural feminine attractiveness actually enhances holiness because you're able to appeal to the world, which is whom you are called to change. Because if you have the call to live in the world, you're called to change the world. And in order to change the world, you have to appeal to the world. Jesus was charismatic. People wanted to follow him. People wanted to be around him. He had a certain quality about him. He was able to speak. He was able to reach people. And I really think what's going to appeal to the culture now is theology of the beauty because the world is really ugly right now and the world craves the beauty that it lacks. So one great effective way of evangelizing is through beauty and using your beauty as a woman to draw people into the church, your light, the light that shines in you to draw people in. Holiness is not incompatible with being a beautiful woman and feeling good about yourself. Your natural feminine essence enhances your holiness and understanding that puts you on the path to holiness because you can't achieve holiness if you're trying to live out a state in life in which you are not called to because that's not the path meant for you. So in order to achieve holiness, you have to wholeheartedly follow your state in life, the state in life that God has called you to, and that is where your holiness is. So I think God is doing a new thing and he's raising up saints who are called to the married life. I think our church needs more married, canonized saints and also people living in the world that are not living in cloisters that are out here actively changing the world and evangelizing. And there's a lot of people doing great work right now. And I think God is raising up saints in this category. So just remember that holiness is going to look different for you. And once you understand that, you're not going to be so anxious about feeling like you have to do all these things. It's about spirituality for your feminine heart curated specifically for you to thrive in the place that God has you in right now. See, now I really like fashion and I like beautiful things. And so at first you think, oh my gosh, do I have to give all these up? Because what I'm seeing from holiness, the saints is like the simplified life. Actually, God has taken my love of fashion and beautiful things and curated it and made it so that draws me closer to him looking good and feeling good. It's kind of like if you're going to meet a king or you're going to meet a president, you would dress up, right? So going to the mass, we have the king of kings there and we do something more intimate than just meet a king we receive him. We receive Christ in the Eucharist. We receive the King of Kings. We don't just meet him. We take him into us. And so there's a sort of proper dress that you want to maintain. And so there's a need for beauty. And I really think there's a new evangelization coming of the theology of beauty because the world is starving for beauty and just seeing the beauty of you know the Latin Mass and a properly done mass with the incense and with the candles and with the altar servers. And it's so intricate and detailed and the altar is beautiful. And so when you have a beautiful liturgy, it makes you feel closer to God. He, who is beauty himself, my spirituality. If you listen to the last podcast episode, talking about it's the way of beauty and this is how I find God. And this is how God has revealed himself to me. He captured my feminine heart, spoke to it in the way that I could receive it. And that is curated for my state in life. And so that is how I thrive, following the spirituality that is specifically curated for my feminine heart that will lead me to heaven and finding heaven in the midst of the world. So I just want you to remember that holiness is going to look different for perhaps some of these canonized saints who are in their religious life. And it's going to look different for you. And that's a good thing because that's the new evangelization and that's the new sainthood, right? And God is raising up new saints. People that appeal to the world and change the world so I'm just gonna say you can absolutely be hot and holy and I think that's something a lot of people are struggling with you want a man who you're attracted to but who's also holy it shouldn't have to be one or the other it can be both especially if you're called to marriage so don't stress out I see a lot of women I get a lot of messages like completely stressed out and anxious that they're not doing something right because they're not doing these extreme fast and no, no no you're not called to do that you're gonna ruin your body and your health So just take it easy and chill out a little bit. I want you to meditate on what does holiness look like for you? How can you achieve peak holiness in your state in life? And ask the Lord, Lord, what does holiness look like for me? How can I be the woman you created me to be? What is my path to salvation? What is my road to sanctification? And he will tell you, He will tell you if you're really, if you're really open to listening, he will tell you and he will give you a spirituality curated specifically for you. So just remember that holiness will look different for you than somebody in religious life or vice versa. And that's totally okay because we each have a place in the body of Christ and we each have a role in the church and just meditate on that. Yeah. What does holiness look like for me? Ask the Lord what holiness looks like for you and let him speak to the depths of your heart and let him give you a specifically curated spirituality designed exactly for you that will lead you on the road to sanctification and lead you to salvation. If you've been blessed by this week's episode of Purpose for Paradise, I kindly ask if you would consider donating to support me. Go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash Elena Sapphire, where you can leave a one-time donation, kind of like a tip jar, or you can become a member to unlock exclusive content. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Purpose for Paradise. I'm your host, Elena Sapphire. May God bless you, and may the Mother of God be with you always.